Hello, you all. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You're here with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. Hello. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. So what's going on, Stephanie? (laughs) Well, today we were looking at uh, the the idea of reaching for what you really want to have in your life. And, um, you know, a a lot of people look at what they've had in the past and then decide they either don't want that or they want more of that or they wish it could be like that again. So a lot of times when we're looking at what we desire in our life, it's sort of this retrospective and either an alignment with something that we've had that we wish we could have again or uh, or the, gosh, I never want that again. But how, you know, how much of the world is not included in our choices if we're always looking at what we've had in the past as our only sort of idea of what we would like to have in the future. So I thought that, you know, you and I talked earlier, and, I, and we kind of talked. Maybe, yeah. maybe something different is possible. Maybe we can actually choose for a future that's even greater than looking at what we have had in the past or what others have had in the past, um, and look at what it takes to actually create that. So, yeah, those of you who are now on with us live or in the future don't know that Heather and I have been talking, but Heather and I know that we've been talking. And Heather was telling me a story (laughs) about somebody that she was working with that uh, was looking at what they would like to have. And I thought it was an interesting conversation that maybe we could kick this whole thing off with uh, about really asking for what we want. Yeah, well, um I mean, the thing of looking to the past, the, the, the problem with that, it's like it's so common. Everybody does that. And yet it doesn't have anything to do with what is available in the moment. Because first of all, like if you're comparing people to who it was before, if you're with a different person, it's a different person. <laughs> you know, they may have a few similar traits or something, but they're a different person. You're a different person than you were in your past. So it's, it's really difficult to create anything based on things that are not present and not addressing what is. And so that's a big part of it is like you're not present with what is if you're always looking to the past or comparing to the past or trying to recreate the past because nothing in our life is as it was. It's like, you know, from today is, totally different than yesterday. I mean, there's some similarities and there's some continuity, yet there's so many things about it that are different. So um, it's like taking that into consideration. How do you work with that? It's like, you know, how can we use that to our advantage to create what we'd really like to have? So the other aspect of it that I was talking with another friend about was in asking what we'd really like to have, we can do these things that sound right, and yet it's actually really vague. <laughs> so, uh, so this person was asking, uh, they're interested in having a relationship, and they were asking about, you know, that they'd like someone kind, caring, and generous. Those are some of the qualities that they were looking for. And I'm like, well, that sounds great, except what do you mean by that? Because, you know, her idea of caring isn't necessarily the same as somebody else's point of view about what caring is. 
her point of view about what kindness is is not necessarily the same as other people. Her idea of what ge- being generous is might be totally different. So her idea of what relationship ask. is might be different. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> that could be a big topic. Um, <laughs> but just well, you know, when looking at this, I thought it was actually really valuable because it is one of those things we think that those are obvious we think that the things that we're asking about are obvious but if we we break them down further and we go well what do you mean by a relationship and get really honest with yourself you may find that what you even think you want is different than what you've been asking you know you may find out they're like oh wow I really just want sex two times a week I don't really want anything else (laughs) you like some yeah. people may be like, I want someone to give my money to because I don't really like dealing with it. Or somebody else might be. We have really <laughs> interesting points of view about what relationships are. Some of some people are like, well, I want somebody to be with all the time. Some people are like, well, yeah. I want somebody to have, you know, have as a, a consistent date to parties. So really being honest <laughs> about that makes it a whole lot easier yeah. whenever you're interacting with other people. And whether those choices that you're making will actually work for you and work for them or not. <laughs> so, so yeah, back to kind well, and back to kind <laughs> and generous. And <laughs> yeah, so I I started asking her more questions about it, and it was it was actually a lot of the conversation was over text, so it wasn't like a super in depth conversation. But I was asking her some questions, like so, you know what what do you mean by caring like that? You know, I'm like caring could be that he cares about his dog more than anything else in the world. (laughs) Like, is that really what you're looking for or caring? You know, do you mean that he touches you with nurturing and kindness? You know, what exactly are you talking about with caring? (laughs) Like, So, or caring could be he, his, you know, he, his caring is he makes sure everybody knows his points of view. <laughs> That's what he thinks caring is. <laughs> you know, it's like you never know. There's so many different points of view about everything. So really getting clear about what she means by it and what she's asking for, it makes it more possible for it to show up. And, you know, the things that were seemed obvious to her, like, of course this means caring, uh, it's not the point of view I would have about what caring is, but it's her point of view. So what if it's okay to have a different point of view? And what if our honesty with ourselves about what our point of view really is, is part of the keys that lets us have what we're asking for in life? You know, if none of it's wrong, none of it's right, none of it's good, none of it's bad, it's just what you'd like to have as your life or in your life, what if that's Okay. And what if getting really, really clear about what you mean when you're asking for something is what will allow it to show up? Well, the other part is that it keeps a lot of misunderstandings from happening. Because one of the things in this conversation that I'm seeing is that when, if I think that caring means one thing and somebody asks me what I'm looking for and I say, well, you know, I'd really like someone caring in my life. If we think that we are the same as everybody else and that everybody else has the same point of view, then if someone says, oh, good, well, I know I'm caring and I know I'm kind, 
but their definition is different, you'll have this constant rub, like, and not the pleasant yeah. kind. Because what you're looking <laughs> yep. at is something totally different, and they're wondering why you're not grateful, and you're wondering why they're not what they said they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? You know, they're well, like, and I'm, that... I'm doing all the things that are kind. Like, why are you not happy about it? Why are we arguing? What's What's wrong here? And, you know, yeah. the other person is like, you said you were caring. This isn't caring at all. Um, whereas if you're asking more specifically, like, I'd like someone who touches me with nurturing kindness and pays it and is actually present whenever we're making out or having sex, then then that is a totally different story. Well, like, yeah, I oh. mean, it, 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 yeah. Yeah. It gets to what you would really like to have in, in no uncertain terms. Because I think, I mean, that's so accurate what you're saying, Stephanie. It's so much misunderstanding and disappointment and confusion and upset and trauma and drama from people assuming they have the same point of view when they actually don't at all. And so that kind of honesty with ourselves first, and then, you know, with others, when it works, <laughs> when it's appropriate, um, it can just get rid of a lot of that kind of misunderstanding or disappointment and, and lack of clarity um, that makes things fall apart. And it's so much easier. <laughs> it's so much easier when we are clear about what we mean by what we say and don't assume well, you that other people have the same meaning. You say yeah. that it's a lot easier, but a certain amount of introspection or awareness that I don't think a lot of people have practice with. So how might uh, how might yeah. we, right? You know, like if you don't have a lot of practice going, I mean, it's like what do I mean by that? <laughs> what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? If you've assumed that what you mean by it is what everyone means by it, there's a big gap between that and beginning to actually get clearer. To you, there is no clearer to get because you know, I want kind, right? So, so what does right, it actually take? <laughs> yeah. What does it take to actually get there? So maybe, yeah, let's, let's explore what kind of tools we could play yeah, so, um, well, uh, I mean, for me, when I, when I first started asking these kinds of questions and exploring this kind of stuff, um, I, one of the biggest things that helped was to start dropping my assumptions. Um, so, you know, growing up in the neighborhood where I grew up and everyone was you know, kind of similar in their point of view and their lifestyle and stuff like that is real easy to think that you think the same. Um, and yet <laughs> I could see all those kinds of misunderstandings we were just talking about. So, so just the willingness to let go of all assumptions that what I mean by caring is the same thing that my dad means or my mom means or like the people in my personal life I start. I just, you know, played with it of letting it go. Okay, so what if we don't mean the same thing, or what if we don't have the same point of view about what it means? Um, and just that one thing of letting go of the assumption that we have the same point of view or mean the same thing. Whoa, was that an eye opener? <laughs> uh, you know, it it wasn't always obvious at first, but it just more 
hints and clues started to show up about what the person really meant by what they were saying and by their actions. You know, so Okay, so um, I'm gonna point out one thing real fast. Well Yeah. And and that would be that any time you hear yourself say in your head, um that we think the same. This person and I think the same. This person and I feel the same. That would be a moment. That's a huge hint to go, ah, yeah. wait, that, that's actually a red flag. What if we don't? What does this yeah. person actually believe about this? What, per, what does this person actually think about this? Even if you've said something similar to one another, that whole we both want kind of carry relationships, great, that's settled. We believe the same thing. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that's actually a moment to explore further so that's let's go that's one of our first yeah um, one of our first exercises is starting to notice when you've decided that someone thinks the same or feels the same as you everywhere that you've yeah. made that conclusion that's a that's actually a place to begin asking more questions yeah well and it happens all the time with our on dates or with friends, like, oh, my God, I love this person. We have the same point of view. <laughs> or, oh, my God, they're perfect. They like baseball and I like baseball. <laughs> or, like, you know, we go to these wild assumptions and conclusions uh, based on very little <laughs> of how much we are like another person as though that is the most valuable thing is how similar another person is but what if that isn't what makes a great relationship or makes the interesting interaction or makes someone exciting um i mean that that's one of the things i just see over and over and over again is people think they have to have this like the more similarities they have the more they'll love each other or the closer they'll be or the more intimate they are or the better they'll get along um, I found that isn't necessarily true. So it's like, you know, would you be willing to just play with, you know, the possibility that you don't have to have everything similar in order to enjoy each other or get along or have great sex <laughs> or enjoy each other's company? Um so that was, it, I mean, it leads to bigger things like this. <laughs> like, wow, if, you know, if we don't have to have everything in common and have the same point of view about everything, you know, would we still like each other? And I've found people usually are way more interesting in the areas that were not similar rather than the things that we like just alike. But that depends on what you would like in your life. If you want somebody in your life who agrees with everything you have going on and every point of view you have and likes all the same things, then that's what works for you, and that's great too. It's not about any of it being right or wrong. It's just really more about being honest with, are you actually well, that then, similar? <laughs> then you don't have to have somebody who actually believes what you believe. You just have to have a yes person. They can believe whatever they want as long as they are good at at nodding and saying you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yep, which some people love that. Some people absolutely <laughs> not work for them. Uh, it's all they would like you're in their right. life is validation that they're right. <laughs> you're so smart. You're right. I love listening to how right you are. <laughs> I almost believe you, Stephanie. <laughs> 
funny. I love that about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, with with all of this topic about you know what would you, what do you want in life? What do you want? <laughs> Reaching for what you'd want, what you'd like, how you'd like your life to be. Um, you know, how's it working? If you're getting everything you'd like to have, then awesome. Carry on. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. But if things are falling short or less than satisfying. Um, then you might play with this stuff. <laughs> it's a weird, wild, wacky idea. Yeah. Well, so what else? Because I guess so. We, you know, you, we began talking about there's there's this list that you know we were sort of using somebody else's creation as as a little bit of a template. So we began mm-hmm. with, hey, you know, here's these five things. Let's say kind, caring. Um, what? Let's put five things on our list. Let's, let's, okay. let's do this. All right. Let's yeah. make a list. You're writing it down? I am. And I'm going to check it twice since we're near the holidays. Oh, good. good practice. Um, <laughs> so then so do we want somebody we'll do... naughty or do we want someone nice? Okay. <laughs> kind, caring. Yeah. Generous. Generous. Fun. Okay. Fun. Okay. Should we do the other generic one? Funny. <laughs> Funny. Actually, I was studying the other day. I was studying a bunch of stuff. Um, Zeusk, which is a dating app, does a lot of. Uh, they do a lot of studies, so they use a lot of yeah. the information that they get from how people interact one with one another and the things that they've listed as desires in relationships. And so I was yeah. curious about really getting some more. I've got a lot of information about what I think happens and anecdotal information about what happens while people are searching for someone to be with. And uh, a Uh, lot of relationship coaches that I've studied and a lot of, just a lot of stuff that I've studied in this area over my lifetime. And of course, you know, uh my own personal experience. Uh, And, but I decided that I wanted more data. And so I I Uh looked up some stuff and funny and funny was one of the most asked for, um, I guess, you know, um, what are the, wait, attributes. Attri- yeah, attributes. Yeah, yeah. One of the, yeah, <laughs> one of the most asked for attributes was funny and laughing. And it was funny how many times they would ask for funny and someone that made them laugh uh, and somebody who smiled, like how many times those were in there, all of those things were in the top 10 anyway. Huh. And how <laughs> they were separated. <laughs> yeah. Like those yeah. are all specific and different. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, so you wanted to inject to funny that. instead of fun? Well, no, I have fun and funny. Ah, okay, cool. It's me. All right, Those so are all three different. Ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so how many of those of you in our audience are with, like, more kind people in your life? Okay. So of those of you who would like more kind people in your life, I'm going to ask you right now, how do you know that someone is kind? What do you see that shows up to you as kindness? And here's where we start to actually look at what, like we start breaking these things down. Because for one person, 
Heather talked about this earlier in the show, kind may mean one thing, and for somebody else, kind may mean something totally different. I know that my dad jokingly said that he wanted to be called slim. And so I've started Mm -hmm. sort of working in it every once in a while. I'll I'll look over and I'll be like, how you doing, slim? Right? I've started adding that (laughs) into what I call my dad. (laughs) It's a Uh new thing as of this year. (laughs) And he gets all giddy every time I do it. He kind of smiles and giggles a little bit. (laughs) So he really does actually enjoy that. Um, Uh But then I I took it a step further and I said something else that was actually a compliment and he got uncomfortable. And when he said, I gave him the compliment and he got uncomfortable, I said, oh, wait, what just happened? And he basically said, I don't know how to take a compliment. Like don't don't like don't do that. I don't know how to take compliments. Of course, even compliments is kind. For other people, receiving compliments is just uncomfortable. But being but being teased and enjoyed is kind, right? So for you, yeah, what's yeah. actually kind? Is it kind for someone to you know bring your slippers to you in the morning, or is that weird and annoying? Is it kind <laughs> for someone to leave you alone? Is it kind for someone to sort of read your thoughts or is it kind for someone to ask you what you're thinking? What is it for you that kindness is and how do you know when you have it? And the reason I would ask you how do you know when you have it is you probably have an idea of what it is. But until you start asking it in a way that sort of unlocks what that is for you, you may just only have, well, no, well, you just know because it's kind. Well, how do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then how Brilliant. many of you would like so how many of you would like pe- more caring people in your life? And if you wouldn't like more caring people in your life, what is it that caring means to you? So you can use this with any of them. What is it that caring means to you that you don't want more of? Oh, it means somebody's gonna smother me to death. Oh, it means that somebody wants to know every single thing that I'm doing all the time. Or, of course, I want caring people in my life. It would be so nice to have somebody that when I came home cared about how my day went. How do you know when somebody's being caring? What does that mean to you? And what part of that would you like more of? And what part of that would you just assume leaves behind? <laughs> <laughs> and now I, let's play with generous. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, you can go on, carry on with what you're doing. Okay, good. so I'm going to do one more thing with generous that's a little bit different. I'm going to say, all right, so um, we can say what does it mean if somebody's generous, but I'm going to ask another qu- question, which is generous with what? Yeah, If Excellent. you would like someone who's generous <laughs> in your life, what would you like them to be generous with? Would you like them to be generous with abuse? Would you like them to be generous with money? Would you like them to be generous with compliments? Would you like them to be generous with affection? Would you like them to be generous with space, meaning like they give you plenty of space? They don't they're they're generous in that they let you do whatever you want whenever you want. What how how would somebody show you generosity? What are they being generous with? That's getting okay. some wheels spinning. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, I like it. <laughs> and then we can yeah. do the same thing with fun and funny. Do you want to play? I want to see what you would ask. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, if you were having fun with somebody, what what would you be doing? <laughs> what does fun mean to you? You know, is is fun spending all day in bed shagging? <laughs> is fun going surfing? Is fun going shopping with your friends? Uh, is fun, you know, who has the biggest farts? <laughs> what, what what do you mean by fun? <laughs> What's fun for you that um, seems obvious to you and the things that you spend the most time doing or with or thinking about or putting energy into? And, uh, you know, are you looking for someone to do those things with or not? You know, is it required that you do something, quote, unquote, fun together? Or is it something that you do separately or sometimes together and sometimes not? (laughs) You know, is it more fun for you to be alone? Or is it fun to be with other people or other people sometimes? Um, You know, that was was one of the qualities that, that this person was talking about is, you know, she would absolutely hate going out to dinner and drinking out, things like that. And her idea of a good time was to stay home and um, be creative with creating business stuff. Like that was her idea of a good time. (laughs) So it's like, what is fun for you? And are you really clear about that? Um, Fun might be going on the adventure of finding out what you like and trying things you never tried before. So, uh, <laughs> uh, funny, what kind of <laughs> qualities, what does funny mean to you? Are you looking for somebody who's really funny looking? <laughs> Are you looking for someone <laughs> who cracks jokes all the time? <laughs> and what kind of jokes? Do you like corny jokes? <laughs> Do you like risque jokes? Do you like dirty jokes? Do you like totally inappropriate jokes? You know, what's actually funny to you? Uh, that might not be the same as anybody else. <laughs> um, Flashes, there was somebody a long, long, long time ago, like high school, that uh-huh. I, adore, I absolutely adored this person, and he was so funny. And then there yeah. came a moment where that was all there was. There was only funny. And I realized ah, in that moment yeah. that only funny didn't actually work for me because I was like, no, no, I, can we also have another kind of conversation? Can we also <laughs> right. include, yeah. like, you know, other thoughts, other, you know, ideas, other feelings? Yeah. Or, and it turns yeah. out, no, for that person, there was only funny. And so everything was just funny all the time, and there was no room for other stuff. And so I was like, ah, okay, I do love funny, but I need a little, I actually require something in addition to funny. So I need funny. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, yeah, and I mean, so many different kinds of senses of humor, too. Like, is it, you know, somebody like that where it's joking all the time and getting people to laugh out loud and everything's a joke, um, you know, or is it something that's more subtle where it's like a very different perspective about, you know, everyday things or, you know, there's, again, there's just so many different perspectives about what funny is and what funny is valuable for, like what situations are valuable to have a sense of humor. Um, yeah, so many possibilities. So what is it for you? Yeah. You know, what was... <laughs> There was That's there was really... something else I was looking at recently, and it was somebody who I was I was look I was writing a profile for I was writing a dating profile, and one of the things uh-huh. that I was looking at is I I probably somebody a little nerdy in my life, and I was like okay cool <laughs> yeah. I mean that if I'm just being honest there is a lot that yeah. I love that's nerdy and you get me a little bit of sci-fi I love it you get me talking. You know, you talk to me about some science stuff, I'm pretty giddy about it. You talk to me about business stuff, love it. And and then, but what I also look at is I've also been around people who are only nerdy. So there's that where it's just like all nerdy all the time. Uh, they're just as likely to show up to a, a, a formal affair in a, you know, uh, I don't know, a space one. A sweater vest? And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about for a space onesie as as a business suit, right? And um and one of the things that I realized is I want is that for me I actually enjoy being with somebody who can walk into any room and basically carry the room and also yeah. have this other have this other side where it where it's where they have a choice as to how they want to behave and that it is a choice, not just like, well, this is who I am. So it's, it's either stormtroopers or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, when it's a choice and you show up in a stormtrooper outfit to a business affair, I am in, if you made that choice on purpose, uh, you know, I am so curious what it is that you're up to and what you like, what you're doing it for. If on the other hand you don't have a choice and you're just like if you don't like me you shouldn't you know ask me to a party, um, you know. <laughs> so so that was that was somewhere I had to get really clear. I was like, oh, I want somebody who chooses to do things because they're actually looking at what they'll create, which is a different kind of it's a different kind of way of being in the world. Like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I could yeah. wear a stormtrooper outfit to this business meeting. What would it create? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, so again, I love it because these are just all so many examples of um, getting clear about what kind of life you'd like to have and how, what's important to you and what's valuable to you and what isn't. And um, that whatever it is, it's okay. Like, it could, it, you know, if you're a total diehard Comic-Con attendee <laughs> and dressing up as a stormtrooper is like your idea of an awesome life, then that is great. <laughs> totally cool that you have Absolutely. that clarity. Uh, so it's not about any of it being right or wrong. It's, again, just what works for you. What are you looking for? What would you like to have? 
And the more honest you are uh, with yourself about that, like if you didn't ever have to admit any of this to anyone ever, like <laughs> what's really true for you? <laughs> and I, you know, I did that with, um, with before I met my husband. It was like I got really brutally honest with myself of the qualities that were important to me and what wasn't important to me and what I would like to have and what I wouldn't like to have. Um, I actually did like a list of both, um, what I would like and what I wouldn't like. And, and I broke it down to what do I mean by this? You know, what, what do I mean by kind? What do I mean by caring? Um, and it's amazing because the more clarity I got, um, that's what showed up. <laughs> I got every weird combination that I asked for. <laughs> you know, things that seemed like they couldn't go together in one person actually showed up. <laughs> Um, just by does that the mean willingness someone, to be totally the, I was like, does that mean somebody across the planet has been creating me this whole time and that's how I got so weird? <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, was he asking for me and what he got in the package that I am? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> have you asked? Now I'm curious. Now we have to have him on. Yes. Yeah. I actually did, I don't know if we've had that whole conversation. I know that there are qualities about me that were what he was looking for. Um, I haven't had an in-depth conversation with him about that. I, I think that's something I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least for me, so I'm curious. So let, we'll, yeah. we'll add that to the schedule somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another show. Um <laughs> Exactly. Oh, my God. Well, we have reached the top of the hour. We do already have a show lined up for next week. If you want a reminder, you can always go to www.thegoodgirlsguidetobeingwrong.com, and there you will see a button that asks asks the computer to remind you when the next show is coming up. The next one is called Reality Detox. And, um, and it actually, it, it talks a little bit about what we talked about today, where other people like to, we like to think that other people are like us, or at least that the reality <laughs> that they're living in is similar to ours. But have you noticed that some people see almost everything entirely different than you, and to them it seems logical? What if we really do live in real, different realities, and how can we actually begin using that to our advantage? So that will be next week on the 27th of December. So um, anyway, we love hearing <laughs> from you guys. Please send us questions or you know stories about what happens after you try the random strange things that we, uh, that we tell you about. If you want more of the tools <laughs> that we use, you can always go to accessconsciousness.com where you can find different tools, you can find different facilitators, you can find different workshops all about the tools that we use on a regular basis uh, on our show and off. Uh, and you can always look and find out what our sh- what, what, easy for me to say, what our class <laughs> schedule um, or private sessions are. So, you know, play with us, send us messages, send us your questions, call in when we give you the, uh, when we give you the phone number <laughs> sometimes <call>. we do. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is a call-in show. 
<laughs> and if you enjoyed, please share with your friends. And if you didn't, please share with your frenemies. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for joining us, everyone. We really appreciate having you here. And if you want to send us questions or topics for future shows, you can also find us on uh, Facebook at The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong. So we'll look forward to next week. And thank you so much. Bye for now. Till next week, noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, TTFN. <laughs>